Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you all had a great weekend. I know I did. I always try to. Spent some time with the dog, spent some time going out, got a few things done around the house, and uh, and that sort of good stuff. News happens over the weekend. For, as far as news goes, this was slower than most. Usually I have uh, a, a few different topics I can dig into on a Monday because uh, things happen over the weekend that aren't aren't covered here or on most podcasts. So, But, uh, you know, this one, you know, there's some things that happened on Friday. There's still the, the fallout from the, the Trump indictment in Georgia. Raised a ton of money, set records, in fact, on how much money he raised after that. It seems like every time they indict him, he just makes more money for his campaign and his reelection effort. That's uh, And his poll numbers went up, too. Imagine that. See, the more the problem is, and we're going to talk about a few things today. We're going to talk about the, the extreme commie Democrats. We're going to talk about Biden looking like a, a dead starfish on the beach. We're going to talk about, uh, of course, the update on Trump's upcoming cases. A court date was set for his uh, one of his cases there in D.C. Of course, we had the shooting down there, which is tragic, and um, in, in in Florida, and uh, you know. They immediately found out who it was and they immediately labeled it a hate crime and they immediately had a manifesto and they immediately had all that information. We're still waiting for a manifesto from the trans activists that shot up the Christian school, killed six. We're still waiting for justice for Ashley Babbitt. Of course, she was a white conservative killed by a black police officer, even though she was unarmed and was no threat to anybody at the time. He was cleared. In fact, he got a promotion recently, I understand. So we're going to take a look at all that. But man, people, the, the problem with communists is they can never get enough control. And that's what we have right now. You understand, these, these, these are not Democrats. These people, this Biden regime, this crime family, this, these foreign agents that are in the White House right now, they are... 100% communists. They do not want you to have any control. They want to own everything. You just rent stuff, live in your little 15-minute communities, do everything they tell you to do. You'll get to keep the amount of money they allow you to have because after all, it's not your money. It's theirs. You only get to keep what they allow you to have. And, that, and the, we're in a serious, serious crisis right now that could potentially threaten the constitution of this country because you see we have a regime in power that doesn't care about the constitution a regime in power that doesn't care about individual rights or freedoms of the first amendment or the second amendment and when they do apply it it only applies one way they're working on election interference for the 2024 election they tried in 2016 with the russian bullshit they tried in 2020 again by suppressing the Hunter Biden laptop and important information that people needed to know to make their choices. And they're already setting it up for 2024 by trying to not allow Trump to be able to run. They've got him in four different cases. They're, they're putting out the cases in rapid succession throughout the election year on purpose. Remember, people, these so-called uh, charges of election interference and, and that sort of thing have been around since 2020. And they intentionally strung it out 
This was by design. This is a political strategy that they're going for to take out a political opponent. Yes, people, that's what's happening. That's what happens in banana republics. That's what's happening right now in the United States is you have an active regime, the Justice Department, working with DAs around the countries in different states behind closed doors to take out a political opponent, period. And now they're saying in some of these states, well, let's just remove them from the ballot. New Hampshire Secretary of State, he says, New Hampshire Secretary of State weighs using the 14th Amendment to keep Trump off of the ballot. New Hampshire Secretary of State uh, David Scalen, he's a Republican, by the way, is consulting with the, if you want to call him that, he's, he's a Republican in name only. He's certainly not a conservative. And he certainly doesn't care about the Constitution or about putting America first. He's consulting with the state attorney general to determine if the U.S. Constitution's 14th Amendment empowers him to keep former President Donald Trump off the 2024 presidential ballot. As Secretary of State, Scanlon oversees New Hampshire's first-in-the-nation presidential primary that will take place at the beginning of 2024. However, Scanlon has caught wind of scholars' recent arguments that the 14th Amendment disqualification clause prohibits Trump from being on the presidential ballot. The 14th Amendment says specifically, what does it say? Let's go ahead and take a look at it because, you know, they're trying to use the insurrection clause, okay? This is Section 3 of the 14th Amendment that they're, that they're talking about. No person shall be senator, rep representative in Congress, or elected president. But these are, this is, I'm going to skip down, take a screenshot, read it. In the interest of time, I'm going to go through to the part that they're citing that disqualifies him, okay? Um. And that is, you cannot be a president or elected representatives and, and shall, if you have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. Not a single person, not one, coming out of January 6th has been charged with insurrection. Not one, let alone convicted of insurrection. But they're saying, oh, but it doesn't say they need to be indicted or convicted anywhere in the 14th Amendment. It just says no person shall commit insurrection. Okay, so that leaves to, to, to uh, that kind of leaves it, who, who defines what insurrection is? Just random secretary of states around the country for every state, 50 different states, just can randomly decide, oh, that's insurrection. I dubbed the insurrection. I, me, the Secretary of State of New Hampshire, has determined that Trump is guilty of insurrection. Wait a minute, guilty? Committed insurrection? You're, so you're trying to, they're trying to pervert and subvert the Constitution. And their presumption of innocence, longstanding foundation of this country, And say that, well, in the 14th Amendment, it doesn't mention anything about actually having been charged with a crime or, or convicted of a crime. It just says no person will do it. Therefore, they, their argument is anybody in charge of an election in a state can decide all on their own that Trump was an insurrectionist and therefore remove him from the ballot. That doesn't seem very American to me. And it certainly doesn't seem like it's in intent with the Constitution, or in the spirit of the Constitution, it doesn't seem that free to me. It doesn't seem like someone's innocent until proven guilty. It seems to me like a dictatorial bullshit way for people to 
have control and attack their political opponents. Nobody has been charged with insurrection. Not one. A Florida lawyer, uh, a tax attorney, <laughs> and he's a total political hack too. The guy's been around for a while. He's, ch he's challenged to disqualify Trump from the 2024 race, citing the 14th Amendment. A Florida lawyer is challenging former President Trump's ability to run under the U.S. Constitution's 14th Amendment because of the January 6th Capitol. Uh, he, he, they call it an attack. Let's go ahead and call it a protest or a riot. Lawrence Kaplan, a tax attorney in Palm Beach County, filed the challenge in federal court Thursday, pointing to a clause in the amendment that says those who have engaged in rebellion against the government cannot hold office. And this is, this is what they're trying to say. The challenge was first reported in the Palm Beach Post. The bottom line here is that President Trump both engaged in an insurrection and also gave aid and comfort to other individuals who are engaging in such actions within the clear means of of those terms as defined in section three of the 14th amendment Kaplan wrote, assuming that the public record to date is accurate and we have no evidence of the contrary. Trump is no longer eligible to seek the office of the president of the United States. This nobody again, they can call it whatever the hell they want. They can call it an insurrection. They've been calling it an insurrection since the day it happened. Yet not a single person involved in it has been charged with freaking insurrection. So either it was or it wasn't. If they don't have the evidence to charge it, how can states determine that, oh, well, yeah, it was an insurrection. Therefore, he can't be on the ballot. And I tell you what, I tell you what, and it's not just, here's another one. Trump can be removed from ballot starting in Georgia. Scholars say the 14th Amendment has disqualified from him and that a trial isn't necessary. A trial isn't necessary. A trial in the United States is not necessary to eliminate your political opposition. That's what they're arguing. And, and I can't even, what the F is going on in this country? When is enough enough? When do we get these extreme commie bastards out? It better happen in 2024 because if it doesn't, you're not going to, this country will cease to exist. You give these mother effers another four years to continue their destruction and path down the road to communism. This great experiment called the United States of America is done. And, uh, and I tell you what, again, here's what they're arguing. A trial isn't necessary for Secretary of States around the country to decide that he is not valid to be on the ballot because he's committed insurrection, even though there's been no evidence, there's been no proof of anything like that at all and no charges. If there were proof, I guarantee you, <laughs> you know, if there, were, if there had proof, they would have charged him with insurrection, not some document bullshit or not some, you know, <laughs> racketeering bullshit in, in Georgia. Right? But no, they didn't. And they didn't charge anybody else with it either because it wasn't an insurrection. They know it and they know they can't prove it in a court of law. But Secretary of State's are going to go ahead and say, well, you know, he doesn't, there doesn't need to be a crime. He doesn't need to be, he doesn't need to be proven guilty. We're just going to say he is.
Banana Republic people. And I tell you what, man, uh, if that, if, if a single state, one, just one, is able to pull this, this bullshit off, absolute, and I'm tired. I mean, I'm sorry, man. Some of you know, oh, Dan, man, don't swear so much. I don't, I don't freaking care. It's bullshit. If a single one of these states is able to pull this shit off, then red states in mass and immediately need to take fast action to remove Joe Biden from their ballots. Every single one of them. The 23 red states right now, I think. Every single one of them should remove Joe Biden from the ballot. If they're gonna, because Joe Biden actually is a foreign agent. Joe Biden actually is compromised. Joe Biden really has sold out his country. And now, since they're set, trying to set the precedent that no one needs to be, even be, be charged with a crime or convicted of it, Secretary of State can just decide that that's what they did, then we should do the same damn thing. We should say, well, Joe Biden is guilty of being a traitor to this country, he's compromised. He has given favors to foreign countries and companies for financial gain. He is, by definition, a foreign agent. Therefore, he is not eligible to run for president and remove his Swiss cheese-brained, old, gum-chewing, Diaper-wearing ass off the ballot. I'm serious, man. I, I want some heads. I want people in handcuffs. I want people, this, this, they're, they're creating a constitutional crisis in this country intentionally to try to maintain control because they know they're going to lose it and they know that if they do lose it, there will be hell to pay and there should be. They should be in handcuffs. They should be getting their mug shots. They should be in prison. No, it, I said I said on the show on Friday, no more Mr. Nice Guy. And I mean it. I mean it. Charlie Kirk had this to say. Check it out. Climate disaster, declare an emergency. They might give you the appearance that you're voting when in reality it's really a selection, not an election. The point is this, is that their intellectual community is not hiding the idea to change and eliminate elections. Getting Donald Trump off the ballot is canceling an election by other means. It doesn't matter what you call it. That is a canceled election if Donald Trump is not allowed on the ballot. Period. If Donald Trump is not allowed on the ballot on Arizona and Georgia, that is effectively a canceled election. And that's what the Atlantic is already proposing, period. It's what Larry Tribe is proposing. Because some critics will say, oh, Charlie, come on. But I, I will say, if you really roll your eyes and you categorize the idea of a canceled election, whether in substance or in reality, as nuts, you're probably the same people that thought we would never lock down, never mask our kids, never have mandatory vaccines. And also, you were probably some of the people that thought there's no way that a former president would be facing 600 years in prison in a year and a half from an election. Maybe it's time to expand the horizon of what is possible when we're dealing with an evil group of unelected tyrants. We'll be right. Yeah, they have no, they have no 
moral, absolute, and they have no scruples. Their thirst and their hunger to maintain control is, that's the only absolute they have. And morality and legality do not play a role in that. Not at all. And part of that control, part of what they're doing, part of the way they're, oh, I'm going to get rid of that. They're going going to also interfere in the elections is try to reinvent and put back in place the COVID scam. They can get all their voting done by mail. Biden can campaign from the basement or whoever ends up running. I've been saying for months that Biden is not going to be the nominee for the Democrat Party. VA hospitals. Nationwide. Effective immediately. Masking with approved hospital provided ear loop masks is required at all times for staff, veterans, and visitors. So there's your VA hospital. Uh, Some military bases are going to do it. I would look for military branches to reinstitute masks. The Biden administration will try to reinstitute mask mandates for travel. I'm, I'm, I'm sure of that. And this has nothing to do with safety. You know these masks, by the way? There's a new study out that says that the toxin in the mask, not just from having them on and breathing your own bacteria and grossness all day long and, and you know fiddling with it with your hands and all that all that stuff that, that Fauci said used to be bad but now it's good but they've also did a study where the masks themselves are toxic most of them are made in China weird that they would come out toxic even the N95 masks so if you wear them for 8 hours a day You're at risk for seizures, for cancers, life-threatening things, far more life-threatening than COVID. And they don't block from a virus anyway. There's no mask out there that blocks from a viral freaking thing. They're small. They're smaller than any mask can keep out. Oh, but what about surgery, Dan? What about surgery? Yeah, you know what? Surgeons and nurses, those are meant to prevent bacteria from entering open wounds and to prevent bacteria from infecting patients. Not virus. Two completely different things. And the fact that people are still buying into the mask bullshit, I'm seeing more and more of them. Unbelievable. Fools. You're you're, you're freaking fools. New York Times. It's not over yet. Late summer COVID wave brings warning of more to come. Hospitalizations are still low, but are on the rise in recent weeks. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said. Really? Really? And they're going to roll them out. Here's what Biden had to say. Mr. President, can you say anything about the uptick of COVID cases and new variants? Yes, I can. Matter of fact, I signed off this morning on a proposal we have to present to the Congress a request for additional funding for a new vaccine that is necessary, that works. And tentatively, not decided finally yet, tentatively, it is recommended that it would likely be recommended that everybody get it, no matter whether they got it before. 
It'll be recommended that everybody get it, whether they got it before or not. And he's asking for more money from Congress, Republicans in Congress, the House of Representatives. We took over the House. We have control of the House. That controls the purse strings. Not a freaking cent. Not one penny for COVID bullshit. Any Republican, we control the House. That shit needs to get knocked out, rejected, thrown back in his face without even a thought. There should not even be any debate on it. Any Republican that goes in there in the House of Representatives and votes to get more funding for the COVID scam needs to be voted out. They need to be primaried. They need to be gone. They need to be not part of representing a free nation. And because uh, I mean, I mean, remember, remember this ridiculousness, right? 2020 was a very odd year. Kids inside plastic things playing their instruments. People wearing gas masks into stores, putting buckets over their head. You've got, I'm sorry if you're just on the radio, you've really got to be watching on video to get what's going on here. But my God, they closed beaches. They said exercise was bad. They said being outside in nature was bad. Human contact was bad. Not getting vaccinated was bad. Even though they've, since found out they're pushing the vaccines again, a new vaccine. We need funding for a new vaccine so we can give it up for free. You know what? Hey, if you want to get vaccinated, fine. You fucking pay for it. I'm tired of paying for everybody else to be a damn hypochondriac out there. Why the hell should I pay my tax dollars? It's not the government's money. Remember, the government doesn't have any money that they didn't first take from you. Let me repeat that. The government doesn't have any money that they did not first take from you. And I'm tired of my money getting spent on crap that other people want to do to their bodies, injecting experimental substances into their bodies. Hey, if you want to do that, have at it. Open up your wallet, open up your bank account and pay for that shit yourself. Not your insurance company. Not, a, not, not my tax dollars. Your own money. If you want to screw up your life and screw up your immune system and screw up your body with some Myrna bullshit, go ahead and do it and pay for it yourself. Leave me the hell alone. I'm sorry if I'm getting a little worked up today, guys. Man, I didn't intend to. I thought these topics might be kind of mellow. And, and the more I started talking about them, thinking about them, and reviewing some of the material that, that came out, I just it's just unbelievable. Your favorite press secretary of mine, Carrie Jean-Pierre, she had this to say. I think you've heard from the F uh, FDA and CDC. Uh, they've made an announcement on the new vaccine. Uh, so certainly uh, they said that they will have an, there'll be an updated vaccine September, mid-September. 
I believe. So uh, we know that, as you all know, vaccinations against COVID-19 remains the safest protection for avoiding hospitalization, long-term health outcomes, and death, which is why we are, we are going to be encouraging uh, Americans to stay up to date on their vaccines. I would refer you to DHS, as they have, as you I just mentioned, FDA and, and CDC uh, mentioned that they'll have uh, the new vaccines by uh, September, mid-September. They'll have the new vaccine by mid-September, and then we can pump a bunch more of your tax dollars into the big pharma scam so that you can put experimental things inside of your body. And it's not only... Not only do you need to get that, make sure you get your flu shot too. And we are also going to encourage, we are going to encourage Americans to get their updated COVID-19 vaccine in addition uh, to their annual flu shot. Let's not forget that is important for Americans to get and an RSV immunization uh, for people over 60 and for infants. That is something that we're going to continue to make very clear to uh, Americans uh, across, across the country. Why is it called an annual flu shot? But an annual COVID shot is called a vaccine. <laughs> Are people in America, have we really, has the society become so dumbed down as a whole that we're going to just allow this to happen to us, that we're going to just accept words that they redefine anytime they want to redefine them? That we're going to just put anything in our bodies, our sovereign vessels, anytime they tell us to. We're just going to obey and put on the mask, social distance, go through all of that again. I'll tell you what, man, don't, again, do what you want to do. I'm not putting that stuff in my body. I am not. And uh, I don't know why anybody would. She carried on with this. When President Biden took office, less than half, then less than half of the kindergarten to 12 students were going to school in person. Thanks to his swift actions and historic investment, every school in America is open safely for in-person instruction. Oh, just like he created 8 million jobs by letting people go back to work. President Biden is solely responsible for getting all the kids back in school. <laughs> These people. He's also responsible, even though gas is twice as high as it was when he took office, he's responsible for bringing it down from the high. He's responsible for bringing inflation down from the high, even though it's twice as high as it was when he took office, over twice as high. <laughs> These people, and they sit there and they say this stuff, and, and they're, they're, they're base, man. They just, uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> they do the seal clap and just smile and laugh. And okay, okay, bunch of... Freaking mindless idiots. Not smart people. Not smart people. Joe Biden, 23 of the last 30 days, has been on vacation. And uh, I guess he's, he's set to go back to the beach again later this week. So he hasn't had quite enough. He's got to get... I mean, this guy is retiring on our dime and destroying the country in the process. Actually, he's retiring on uh, Russia and China's dime. But he is destroying this country. Look at him. Look at him. What a piece of shit.
So I'd mentioned that uh, don't worry. I've mentioned this before, but I, I just want I want you to make sure. Even though Biden's laying around on the beach, the Department of Energy is doing important work, okay? The, the new ceiling fan proposal is going to save the world, okay? And more importantly, it's going to save you about 35 bucks over the lifetime of the ceiling fan. I don't know about you. So anyway, new ceiling fan proposal threatens small business. A proposal rule changed by Department of Energy to make ceiling fans more energy efficient is receiving pushback from Republicans in the House Committee on Small Businesses who fear the new regulations could put small manufacturers out of it, you think? In a letter to the Secretary of Energy, this rule would require numerous small business fan manufacturers to redesign their product and may put between 10 and 30% of them out of business, 10 to 30% of fan manufacturers. But don't worry, don't worry. Department of Energy says that these new rules would save the average consumer $39.84 over the device's lifespan. While costing manufacturers a total of $86 million per year in increased equipment costs, $39.84 over the lifetime of the fan is how much they say it will save. And so how long does the fan last? I don't know. I, my last house in before the one I was in, I lived it in 20 years. We had a ceiling fan in the, in the entryway, and it was there the entire time. I never replaced it. 20 years. So if you got, uh, you're going to save $39 over a 20-year span, yeah, shit, you're saving like almost $2 a year. A year. <laughs> and then, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, So in, in Nevada, man, they don't mess around. There's uh, some environmental wackos that were down there trying to block a highway and they planned it. Um, Burning man is going on the, the music and arts festival that goes on down there. And uh, so a lot of people are going there. So, cause we're thinking, oh, you're blocking a highway in the middle of, of, you know, bum F uh, Nevada. Yeah. Well, this, this particular time of year, this particular highway is when everybody is going to this massive f festival. Right. And um, so they got out in front of it. The Nevada, uh, sheriffs, uh, assuming it's sheriff department, um, they didn't mess around and traffic was backed up for miles, man. This is like a, it's a two lane road. Traffic was backed up forever. They aerial photos of it and, and videos of it were crazy. And this was what happened. This is what needs to happen every single time. One of those extreme commie Democrats, those mindless idiots, useful idiots get decide to sit themselves down in a road or stand in a road or hold hands in a road or hold signs on a road. This should be the response of every single law enforcement agency across the country. Check it out. Watch.
the, the, the woman who's going to hysterics in the background. <laughs> we're nonviolent. We're nonviolent. So what? You're blocking a highway. <laughs> you know what? Maybe, you know, that is kind of a form of violence, right? It's in the 90s, maybe low hundreds in the middle of Nevada. Do you think maybe, I wonder, and you had miles and miles of cars backed up because of your actions? What if somebody had a medical emergency in one of those cars? You would be responsible. What if you're doing it in a in a city or, or some other area and emergency responders can't get through because you've got traffic so blocked up for your climate bullshit? And somebody ends up dying because first responders can't get there. Is that violence? So don't sit there and tell me that by sitting in a road and blocking traffic up for miles that you're nonviolent. You don't know that. You're certainly non-intelligent, that's for sure. But uh, nonviolent, I don't know about that. But man, I love it. I love what they did there. I love what happened there. I, I think that, uh, I mean, fortunately... They're not like the FBI and just do pre-dawn raids and start killing people, executing people like the FBI has been doing recently. Covered that too. But um, they, 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 uh, those environmental people, man. Yeah, they're nonviolent, all right. All right, let's get to a little bit of weirdness here for a while and then we'll close up. I, I got, uh, I got some weirdness for you. <laughs> do you see, he, he, he comes up with some interesting questions. This, this has been the first press conference for a while of Karine Jean-Pierre. And um, she she seemed a little out of practice, out of sorts. It took her a while to get back into, you know, the, I'm not going to speak to that from here. She, she did say that several times. But she tried to respond to some things and came up just empty, empty-headed because she does have an empty head. But, um, but do you see... I'll leave it to him. This is good. Uh, I have another question that you probably uh, were not expecting. Okay. Does President Biden want to limit Americans to two beers a week? I, I, where is this coming from? It's maybe coming. I did. Maybe I didn't miss you so much. Where is this? Where is this coming from? Uh, 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 all right. Well, uh, Dr. George Koob, who is the uh, director of the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. Uh says the U.S. may soon follow Canada and recommend just two beers a week. How do you guys think that's going to go? Let me tell you what I'm not going to get involved in. I'm not getting involved. Uh, in, that, in that question right there. I, I have no idea. I've not seen the data. Uh, I cannot speak to this. Uh, I will leave it to the experts and not weigh so in. So the experts say two beers a week, I, that's okay I, with President I, Biden. I, I will leave it to the experts. I'm just not going to comment. So there you go, people. The experts, you know... These these bureaucrats, these unelected experts, they're making policies that affect your life and how you live. They want to control how you live. We didn't elect them. They're not elected. They're freaking bureaucrats. Same with the CDC. Same with the World Health Organization. Screw them. Screw the UN as well. I didn't elect you to represent me. I didn't elect you to tell me what I can and cannot do with my life. Politicians come and go. The bureaucrats last forever and they need to go. They need to go. 
All right, this was this was weird. I mean, Kamala Harris is always down for some weirdness. Um, this staged. I mean, they're just a bunch of larpers, right? They're not qualified to be doing what they're doing, so they're just going in there and pretending to do it. And this video. Okay, let's get some reporters in, and then we'll we'll bring in a totally racist agitator, a fraud, a grifter. We'll bring him into the vice president's office and we'll do a little meet and greet. And, and then Kamala will say some very profound things and we're going to get it all on, all on video. Here, here's video number one. I got two clips. Check it. I mean, what is, is this some sort of freaking cheap? Is it, this isn't even a sitcom type performance. This is like daytime television, right? <laughs> they stage it. He knocks on the door. Who is it? Who is it? She says, oh, come on in. <laughs> Let's try it. I'll start it from the top again since I interrupted and let it run all the way through. But, oh, my God. Oh, wow. This is this is my office. How do you peasants out there feel? We're getting a nice little tour of Vice President Harris's office. Now for the, the good stuff. I mean, with you can't have you can't have Kamala Harris without a little bit of meat and potatoes. So here here comes the meat and potatoes with some profound thoughts from your favorite vice president and mine, Kamala Harris. You know, I think so much about I I, I talk about you know, we talk about the arc. I think about it as also like a relay race and those who carried the baton and were measured by what they did when they had it and then they passed it to us. Yeah. yeah. And the point will be, what do we do while we're carrying the baton? Before we pass. Before we pass it. Understanding that the race will never be over. But the question is, what do you do in the time when you're carrying the baton? That's exactly right. Well... There you have it, folks. There you have it. I wish, <laughs> man, I wish I could put that in a can and, and then I would be funnier if I could put that in a can and just drink it every day to make me more funny. She's, uh, she is something else. I mean, ay, ay, ay. Let's get a, a, a couple more here from Karine Jean-Pierre. Actually, just uh, let, let's just do one more. She's totally lost and befuddled. She doesn't know what she's doing. Look at this. Um, but seriously, what is the message that the administration has for the millions of girls in Afghanistan who can't go to school because the Taliban won't let them? So, look, um, the president has always been very clear about the importance of girls, not just here in America, but globally, um, being able to, to, to live freely and be able to go to school and get the education. Um, uh, and so, uh -huh. and we have been very clear in um, laying out uh, our concerns, uh, such as girls' education uh, with the Taliban. We have been consistent with that. We have been very clear of that. And so we also remain laser focused on trying to support and assist the Afghan Lasers. people without bolstering the Taliban. 
We have made sure the Taliban is well aware that we think they should be educating girls. And I'm sure the Taliban is just, oh, okay, yeah, we're, well, they're throwing gay people off of buildings and, and stoning women to death and taking sexual pleasures at will. Yeah, good people, man. I'm glad that we gave the country back to them. What a pathetic response. Pathetic response from a pathetic press secretary of a pathetic administration. And this is what happens when you have liberal policies. This is a Nordstrom's down in downtown San Francisco at, at a mall down there. They're closing because the crime, you see, this is... This is what they said. The planned closure of Nordstrom underscores the deteriorating situation in downtown San Francisco. And this is happening in the, the one in uh, Seattle closed. The Lots of Starbucks have been closing in metropolis areas. A lot of stores, a lot of longtime restaurants and establishments have been closing. Because why would you stay there? If you're just going to constantly get robbed... And it's not safe. Your customers don't feel safe visiting your establishment because of the shithole that the Democrats have turned your cities into. It cracks me up. Uh, well, it doesn't crack me up, but it seems like the more liberal the city, the worse they are. And it's like, so who's, when they say, well, you know, we need to do better and we need to do this and that, who's running your city? You know who's running the city? The liberals are. The shooting down in, in, uh, down in Florida was horrible. But this is what the sheriff had to say, and he's 100% right. Check it out. Well, we have to stop people that have bad intentions. Guns, are, the, the story is always about guns. It's, the people are bad. This guy's a bad guy. If I could take my gun off right now and I lay it on this counter, nothing will happen. It'll sit there. But as soon as a wicked person grabs a hold of that handgun and starts shooting people with it, there's the problem. The problem is the individual. Now, guns are a tool that people use to do, do, do horrible things. But um, it's the individuals that, that wield these things. So we, we are working hard to try to, to try to stop that. But in this situation, in this case, there was nothing saying, there was nothing illegal about him owning the, owning the firearms. Now, the shooter down there has had a, a history of mental illness. He was, there had been calls to his house before at least on one occasion for domestic violence. He had been admitted uh, into involuntary uh, treatment for observation at least one time for three days. That's as long as they can do it by law. This is when he was a minor. He's 21, still living at home with his parents. D definitely mental ish health issues, okay? And has had them for some time. People, this was not about the gun. This is not about white supremacy. This is not about Nazism. This is about a very sick, very disturbed young man. But the the interesting part is that the press immediately, oh, a white guy shoots black people. And they automatically knew his manifesto. He had left some things on his computer. He had texted his parents, say, hey, look, go into my room and check my computer where he left his his suicide note because he did not plan on coming back, his, his last will and testament, and also a bunch of anti 
uh, black racist crap, just vitriol, right? But so they automatically knew all that the same day that the shooting happened. And the press reports it right away, labels it a hate crime. So this has already been determined. White guy shoots black people, hate crime, bam, ban guns. And yet we have a trans shooter who goes into a Christian school, kills six people, and we still don't have the manifesto. Why do you suppose that is? Because they don't want you to see it because it's going to show that it was a hate crime. It's going to show that that person went in there specifically to kill Christians. That's what I think. Otherwise, why would they not show it to us? Why would they not show it to us? I had a guy, uh, and, and this is how these people think about this stuff. So it's, it's, so take away the Second Amendment rights. This is how it is. This guy had a picture of an of a AR below this comment. And he said, uh, it's obvious that a gun that can shoot more rapidly can do more damage in a given amount of time. We have far more mass shootings than other nations. Is your answer no big deal? My answer is it's an extremely huge deal that we have a mental health crisis in this country. It's a huge deal that we have gang members killing each other. It's a huge deal that black-on-black gun violence is the largest segment of gun violence in this country. It's a huge deal that we don't enforce the laws that we have in this country. It's a huge deal that there aren't consequences for actions that people aren't held accountable. But the ridiculousness and the ignorance of this, and this is the typical leftist gun grabber, this is how they think, that center sentence. It's obvious that a gun that can shoot more rapidly can do more damage. I tell you what, people, there, you know the guns that citizens are allowed to legally own? Every single one of them, every single one of them shoots only as fast as a person holding it pulls the trigger. He's trying to insinuate here that he was trying to insinuate that an AR is somehow a fully automatic weapon that shoots more rapidly. So therefore it kills more people. It doesn't shoot more rapidly. It shoots, shoots just as rapidly as my Smith and Wesson MP 2.0, by the way, my preferred every day. So like, <laughs> This is just how, and, and I don't know, and I think it's a mix, actually. I think there's a mix that some of these people are just really that dumb. And some of them, of course, are just being agitators and spreading, intentionally spreading propaganda and information that they know to be false. Because again, they don't care. Once you, once you grab the moral high ground, once you claim moral superiority and you're doing it in the name of of the betterment of everybody, then the means, the means don't mean anything because now you're on a crusade. Now, now you're, 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 you know, you've got a, you've got an excuse because it's better morale, morality wise. You're right. So therefore it doesn't matter if you trample on the constitution to get to your ends. It doesn't matter if you spread lies to get to your ends. It doesn't matter if you block elections if your religion, if your cult requires you or is, has convinced you that you're morally superior than everybody else that doesn't think like you, then you can trample on the Constitution. You can interfere in elections. You can do all these things in the name of the common good. 
It's called communism, people. Anyway, hey, thanks for watching. If you've just been listening on uh, one of the podcast channels or renegaderadio.com, make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. You can catch all my videos up there. I've also started a, a subscription on Facebook and locals where I'm putting exclusive content only on those platforms. If you, you know, support me, small, small monthly support, don't worry if you don't, just throwing it out there that it's there. I'm also on, on all the socials at the nun report except for TikTok because I don't do that commie BS and on Twitter because I couldn't get the, so on Twitter, I'm just at Nen Report or go to my website, thenenreport.com. One stop, one shop, you can click into everything right there. Anyway, hey, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.